This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. This is Optimal Living Daily, episode 1548, How to Analyze Your Dreams in 7 Steps by Dr. Ilana Miller of zenpsychiatry.com, and I'm Justin Mollick. Happy Saturday. Welcome to one of the only podcasts in the world where blogs are narrated to you for free. That's with permission from the authors. Today's another special day, the birthday of my nephew, and also our newest host to join our OLD family, Greg Audino. So happy birthday to them both. Greg hosts Optimal Relationships Daily, where he narrates blogs about improving relationships, and also our newest show, Optimal Living Advice, where he answers your life questions. He's a life coach. If you wanna give him a birthday gift, subscribing to those podcasts would definitely count as a gift. Again, that's Optimal Relationships Daily and Optimal Living Advice, and you can even submit your own question to advice at oldpodcast.com. But since you're here, let's get right to it and start optimizing your life. How to Analyze Your Dreams in Seven Steps by Dr. Ilana Miller of zenpsychiatry.com. Quote, a dream not understood is like a letter from God that is not opened. The Talmud. About a year ago, I had a bizarre dream. I was in a large white space, like something in between a hospital and heaven, how heaven looks in the movies anyway. There was a room with a row of gurneys with sick people on them. There was a doctor and he told me gravely that I had organic brain psychosis and it was terminal. As a side note, organic brain psychosis is not a real disease and just something my dreaming mind made up. Over the course of the dream, I got sicker and sicker. At one point, I knew I was about to die. Three friends were there and one carried me up an escalator that led to a vast open space with no ground. He put me down and I floated there in the air with everyone surrounding me. I felt myself getting weaker and weaker, but I wasn't afraid. My eyes started to hover in that space between open and closed. My eyes were just about to shut as I took my last breath, and then I woke up. Intense, right? Why should we understand our dreams? Dreams are a window to our unconscious mind. They can help us understand our habits and tendencies and open our eyes to the parts of our personality we tend to ignore or cover up. They can help us understand the contradictory and conflicting thoughts that exist in all of us. They can help us connect with our inner wisdom. Number one, write your dreams down. If you think you're going to be able to remember your dreams well enough the next day to analyze them, you're probably not. First, for many people, within a few minutes of waking up, the details of our dreams slip away and we're left with the feeling of, I know I had an interesting dream, but I just don't remember what happened. Second, while the awake mind is logical and rational, the dreaming mind is not. When you wake up, your conscious mind will try to fill in the gaps and create a story around what was likely a series of images that did not necessarily have a logical plot. Therefore, it's best to record your dreams as soon as you wake up 
before your awake mind has had a chance to add details that weren't really present when you were sleeping. Instead of writing down a story, write down any fragments or images that come to mind as they come to mind. The specific sequence is less important. Number two, think of associations you have with images in the dream. The next step is to examine each of the images and figures in the dream and consider what your conscious mind associates with them. For example, in my dream, I considered my associations with hospitals, at that time, a place where I worked that caused me a lot of stress. In the diagnosis of organic brain psychosis, the diagnosis felt more like a tumor eating away at my brain than a psychotic illness such as schizophrenia. You wanna look at the setting. Where does the dream take place? Have you been there before? What does it make you think of? Images and symbols. Were there any significant objects in the dream? What did they mean to you? And anything else that stands out? Number three, consider your relationship with people in the dream. In dreams, people are not always people, but often symbols of parts of ourselves. Remember that in your dreams, you are the writer, director, and all of the actors. The less you share a significant primary relationship with a person in the dream, such as a parent, husband, or wife, or child, the more likely that person symbolizes a part of your own psyche. So when you're examining people who pop up in your dreams, you wanna consider what your relationship with them in real life is and what part of you they may be representing. My dream had three primary characters besides me, a good friend from college, an acquaintance from college, and a friend from residency. All were men and all of them played water sports. Two were swimmers, one was a surfing buddy. I have positive associations with water and in certain ways feel more at home in water. And in my dream, all three of these people were guiding me along the course of my illness. They seemed like a part of me that was trying to help me make some sort of transformation. Number four, is there a day residue? Day residue refers to any symbols or objects in your dreams that appear because you came in contact with them during the previous day. For example, I once had a dream about a person I went to high school with even though I hadn't seen her or thought of her in years. However, the previous day I happened to have seen her pop up on my Facebook feed and was looking at her recent pictures. In the dream I described earlier, one of the people, the acquaintance from college, I also wasn't very close with, but happened to meet up with him for lunch a few days before. Number five, examine your emotions in the dream. The next step is to consider the emotional tone of the dream. Were you afraid, happy, reluctant? Was there a disconnect in the dream between how you think you should have felt and what you did feel? In my dream, I initially felt really, really sad that I was dying, as one would expect but as I was lying down about to die, I felt completely calm and ready and even a little curious. When I woke up right before I was going to die in the dream, I thought, oh man, I woke up too early. I was about to see something really interesting. Number six, look for common symbols. In Jungian theory, there are symbols that tap into our collective unconscious that can have common meanings throughout all of our dreams. For example, being chased can symbolize running away from something you don't feel equipped to handle. Disease can symbolize inner conflict. Death can symbolize transformation. Take a look at the Dream Dictionary linked in this post for possible meanings of other common symbols. And number seven, ask what the dream could be trying to tell you. The practice of dream analysis assumes that dreams have a function, to balance what is unbalanced and restore ourselves to homeostasis. Dreams are not under our conscious control and can't be willed or anticipated, and so it makes sense that dreams are like other autonomous bodily functions and serve to promote health and growth. Therefore, you should analyze your dreams with the perspective of, what is this dream trying to tell me? You should ask, what deficit in my waking life is this dream trying to expose? What is this dream trying to rebalance? 
When I examined my dream, it seemed clear that my death symbolized a transformation my unconscious mind was trying to encourage me to make. The organic brain psychosis seemed to symbolize the ways in which I drive myself crazy through my rigid standards and perfectionistic tendencies. It seemed like the dream was trying to tell me, let go, it feels scary, but nothing bad is on the other side. You may wake up to a better way of life. A dream can rarely be fully understood and interpreted, but the process of trying to understand your dreams matters. With this process, you won't come up with any one answer or one meaning, but rather with a series of ideas and questions you can examine further in your waking life. You just listened to the post titled How to Analyze Your Dreams in Seven Steps by Dr. Yolana Miller of zenpsychiatry.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Thank you to Dr. Ilana. She did say dreams are not under our conscious control, can't be willed or anticipated. But there is a thing called lucid dreaming, which is real. I've experienced it many times. So it's always made me fascinated by dreams. If you don't know what lucid dreams are, I highly recommend looking into it or listening to a special episode I did a very long time ago where I narrated my own article about lucid dreams and how you can get them yourself. That was episode 50, back when I thought 50 was a lot of episodes. Anyway, dreams are fascinating. It's in our heads, so there has to be some clues to what's going on there. And her tips are great ones. But I'll leave it there for today. A happy birthday to my nephew and Greg, our newest host on Optimal Relationships Daily and Optimal Living Advice. Thank you for checking out those podcasts too. And I'll be back tomorrow where your optimal life awaits.